So I smoked. I thought, today I'm just smoke weed. I don't really like it, but oh, I'm going to go go for it with these guys. And of course, I'm talking to them. Hand me the weed. They're just going crazy on it. I take two big hits, and I have this incredible, I have what's called an anticholinergic delirium. I felt like I was going to have a seizure, so I couldn't can, sit can, down. Can I just say, when you have a bad reaction and yep. you know the medical term, yep. it makes it way worse. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. We appreciate y'all being here and keep supporting us, supporting the show, and sending those emails at drdrafterdark at gmail.com and, of course, the voice messages at 818-253-1693. Um, I, this, this, the YMH world, uh, this show, uh, literally makes my life worth living as as does, (laughs) as does my next guest, Ari Schaefer, the new comedy special on YouTube is Jew. It's a big reach for Ari. He's going to name it Jew. So what's it about? It's about Jews. It's about (laughs) our kind, you know? What? Yeah. Listen, I think all these people are kind of right. We are annoying. We should go. (laughs) So it's really just me saying I'm sorry for our past crimes. Uh, butting in line, always bargaining for no reason, going into the kitchen in hotels. What is that all about? Uh, it's just cultural. It, it's it, There's a, there's you know, the, the time that, where did you live before New York? Did you live in LA any period LA, of time? Yeah, yeah. Did you notice that the, there was no such thing when I was growing up as somebody you could sort of identify so clearly as Jewish. In other words, this the standout costumes and the behavior oh. that was not around. Like Hasidic, you mean? Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my my Where'd family in Los Angeles in the past year, my and my extended family was in that district, in the Fairfax district. That's where I used to go visit my aunts and uncles there and things. Yeah. There was no cakes on the head and there was no <laughs> payoffs and stuff. And what what happened? Nadav is knowingly looking at me. Do you know what's They're happened? always around. What I'm is sure it, they were, but they were not crossing the street every Friday night the way they are now when you can't... Jays don't really go oh, away. You know? well, they don't what? They don't go away. They breed heavily. Yeah. No, but when so, did the... When did the like cockroaches. The, but all that come to be or did somebody move in that was... I think it was always that way. No, I tell you, it wasn't because I spent a lot of time in that district in the sixties and seventies. Oh, and and it was there was zero. I mean, there were sure there were. Maybe they moved in. Did they move in? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. People that were there sort of progress. No, no, they didn't progress. They didn't. That's old school. That's European shit. They didn't like start dressing that way. Okay, all right. So they moved in, and I mean, if there was a big sale, (laughs) I could see they were like, you know what, let's switch it up. So you know, uh, my extended family on my dad's side is you know Ukrainian refugees from the pogroms. How are they doing? Uh, they're doing good. They all <laughs> okay. did well here. They okay. did well. They got out. Uh, they got out. Uh, everybody lived in ghettos in Chicago and Hartford, and uh, really? that seemed to be in New York. That seemed to be the exodus through Canada. Some I don't know what that whole mechanism was, uh, but nobody ever talks about the, what happened to the Eastern European Jews. It's all about what happened to the German and Polish and. You know, we obviously oh. that's uh, the headline, but there was some terrible stuff yeah. that went on. That's my dad, I guess. Right? So Hungary, you, Romania. Um, it, you, you, you could pick your poison there. You yeah. could go either the German concentration camp or the Stalin uh, purges. Either yeah. way, uh, Hungary. Had, the other thing about Hungary that I've noticed, and it's not specific to the Jews. I mean, Christine is a good example of this. The smartest Christine people. Christine is a Nazi. Not yeah. Well, she may be the one. I don't know. Her dad, no, she's not. She's not. Her she's dad. Not, was, okay. Her dad was a pretty interesting, dude. But but, but um, the smartest people on earth. Who the Hungarians? Oh, I, I I proclaim that every time I talk to her. Just whenever you look at mathematicians, or they're always got a Hungarian uh, uh, and uh, photographic memories. I've noticed my patients really? with photographic memories always had Hungarian background. Not not necessarily Jewish, but just that region, that Austro-Hungarian thing. I don't know what that was. Anyway, so what are we going to learn by watching your YouTube special? Where do we watch it? How do we watch it? You just go to YouTube and put in Jew. And it just comes right up. It'll come up top three with Kanye, for sure. So- <laughs> what do you do if you just put in Jew? Let's just see here. Hold on. <laughs> on YouTube itself. There's Ari. There I am, number one. Oh, uh, good for you. Is there, should we look Jew- at something? <laughs> number look- two is great. No. 16 reasons why Jews... Jewish people are richer. <laughs> well, what do you think? What do you, <laughs> that's going to help things. What, what do you think is uh, fueling Ye's uh, 
feelings about things. I think he legitimately, I think he was, he's colloquial, you know, he uses like poetic wording. Yeah. And when he goes, I'm going DEFCON on the Jews. I know he said DEFCON, but I believe him when he was like, I don't know how to spell. Right. He meant DEFCON. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he meant he was going to fire his agents. I've been referring to my agents as my Jews for so long. And why do you think Jews ended up in that area of work, in that discipline? Um, money to be made. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, I honestly think because like if, if you an agent or a manager, you got to work as an assistant for like a few years yeah. at very little money. Yes. And so the only way you can afford to do that is if you have someone else funneling you money. Or, or you really don't care. You got nothing to lose. Right, but yeah. I mean, if mommy and daddy are like, we'll yeah. pay for you for a while, so, then it's so, like, fine, so Jews can do that better than fucking Mexicans. So is the resentment towards sort of people of Jewish descent the fact that they are successful? Yeah, I mean, same reason people hate the Patriots. Um, <laughs> but envy is, envy is a powerful emotion. It is alive and well in America today. Do yeah. you see a... Uh, I, I mean, I, I live in New York, so it's tough. I, I don't really think any of this shit's real. Really? I live in a city where like no one's anti-Semitic. You might be like, ugh. You know, but you say that about every race equally. Yeah. You know, on Puerto Rican Day Parade, you're like, fuck these fucking Puerto Ricans, <laughs> you know? But every other day, they're fine. Well, and I've noticed that there's the, the really some of the worst kind of ethnic kind of feelings slash racism is within an ethnicity. Oh, dude, I've, I've never seen anyone hate Jews as much as like me and my friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know Nadab. Oh, I, yeah. I know him. Oh, no, he's <laughs> the worst. He's the worst. Absolutely yeah, the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to hide him during all this Kanye stuff because it'd be like, for real, it'd be like, Dang, he's right. <laughs> but like Hispanics, you know, the Nicaraguans hate the El Salvadorians. The yeah, El Salvador it's hate weird, the Panamanians. Right? It's, it is weird. And even Asian cultures, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. you know, I, I, there's like a hierarchy. Ali Wong has a, a thing where she said she married her husband. It's like he's Vietnamese and Chinese or something, and she's Japanese and uh, some Filipino or something. And he said they spend all their time shitting on Koreans. <laughs> so, so it's like that's the, the crazy thing about humans. Humans are crazy, right? There's no reason for any of this. And the craziest thing of all is that the more we mix our genes, the healthier we are. And so that's literally a biological truth. Whoa. And why we would be so separate and then get have energy around it is astonishing. It's weird, too. It's just people holding on to shit. I think in the old days, in the old country, like the Jews were kind of separatists. And so you need to hate somebody. And so they looked. There were no blacks yet. And so they're like, well, they look different. I'm going to tell you something honest. I, I don't like... I never like going to, I, 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 I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm like barely. I, I learned a little bit to be able to navigate with my own family. My mo- mom is a goy. It's like, yeah. I, I, what am I? I don't know. But I what? always hated, shitza, goy, whatever. <laughs> but I always hated the feeling that it was a club. I hate clubs. I hated that. To be in with Jews, you mean? There was a special language, and you greeted each other a certain way, and you and if you didn't respond in kind, there was like a weird. Uh, it, it was very. I did not like it. I don't like clubs. I don't like excluding people from anything. I don't like. I didn't like vaccine passports. I'm very sensitive to that shit, and so to me, that separatist piece you're talking about is a giant error. It's a giant error. It's how people get get weird and, and start to start yeah. to have envy for each it. It was just also came from small towns and small things where it's like we just have a community. Mm-hmm. But it's like it was based on religion and stuff. Bandit, what's going on? Come here, buddy. Come here. Oh, he looks scared, doesn't he? <laughs> no, he's just like whining. There's a dog over there. He You're looks a like, bitch, dude. Come here. We have a, we have a beautiful... Is he a puppy? No. He looks like a puppy. I know. Well, he, what? A lot of Botox. <laughs> is he smart? Yeah. <laughs> what? He's, he's, he's frozen. We should get a camera on him. He's frozen solid. <laughs> looking what? at Artie. Like, what? Like, what? Like, like you can't even tell. He's, oh, now he's looking at me. I'm yeah. sorry. He needs food. That dog needs. All right, here's what we do. All right, yeah. Are everything good with you in your life? Everything. Everything's uh, great. I you saw your old partner now, uh, not too long ago. Which partner? Corolla. Oh yeah. What were you doing? Doing his podcast. Good. Um, and are you are you traveling a lot? Do you have a yeah, relationship? Yeah, I'm traveling hella. What's what's um, your life like? I just got back from Mexico City, mm-hmm. and then the beach of Mexico. I'm going to. Uh, um, when does this come out? I don't want to tell anybody. I guess, but I'm going to another south american country oh how cool and um, and performing or just traveling just traveling oh good for you um yeah i want to go get lost for like six months i i, I get so, it i was just in europe and i got to tell you something when you get away from this country you, you see some of the craziness and it's not it's not desirable it's not some appealing. of the craziness where here mm. yeah when you come back you're like oh my god yeah dude i got back from paris and it's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I love Paris. And I got back from there to New York. Yeah. And it for the, it hit me for the first time. I'm like, this place is disgusting. Yeah. 
There's so many rats writing on every wall. They're just writing on things. Yeah. Ads in your face. It's so gross. I still love New York City though. It's I do. great, but like yeah. it looks disgusting. It, it it does, but the the other thing that the, the in Europe people sort of celebrate their culture and their and their you know they enjoy socializing. They don't beat the shit out of each other the way we do it's here. So slow and nice. You sit yeah. in a cafe, drink. That that's all I did in Paris. We we'd go to the museum till three, yeah. and we'd sit in the cafe till eleven. Dude, it was so bad. And I and I would just, I started smoking. So I was like, I thought it'd be cool. So I started rolling cigarettes. And people are like, you smoke? I'm like, no, I'm faking it. <laughs> like Everybody smokes. I know. Everybody. Like, you feel bad because you're next to a kid, like in a stroller. And they're like, oh, the mom and dad are fucking blowing it in their face. They don't get cancer there. Oh, yeah, right. They just don't, they don't care. But are yeah. you in a relationship? Are you, what's, what's in your, going on in your life? Yeah, off and on. Off and on. Yeah. And does, I, does somebody travel with you? Or? No, this, no, I like traveling alone. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I do. I do travel with people too. Where did you stay in if Paris? I, 10th arrondissement. 10th arrondissement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which is next sort to all of the like West Africans. Oh, right. And did you go in to more towards the center? Yeah, I took yeah. a writing class, a creative writing class with Rolf Potts. In French? Mm-hmm. No, in English. English. Oh, yeah, he fun. just used to teach at the college there, so I was, he's been pushing me to take it for a while. Oh, like how travel cool. Writing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. There's, is the 10th the whole, the writer's district? Is that writer's district on the left bank? Is that, I think that's the 14th it's or something. It's up more. Yeah. Um, yeah, the class was like in the first oh yeah, yeah what a cool city though huh beyond uh, it was just you sit at a cafe you get a coffee you, they don't bug you they don't make you leave n- n- and then after leave. an hour you're you, like snack and they're like okay you have to you have to kind of beg for the bill yeah when yeah. you're like ready to leave you still got to get them yeah yeah they're not they are not coming and saying you're ready to go with anything yeah. you gotta go hey hey come on over here and they're, they're happy to come but they they don't automatically come and and service is not the strongest suit right they don't they don't like like serving they, they don't have the service thing down right. in Europe quite but so what so what all right here's what we do on this show you asked how it is like love line and how it's yeah. not like love line. we have emails we have voice messages we have videos okay so it's because now you've entered into the your mom house world yeah so your old love line callers were damaged people and intelligent people yes <laughs> and this is just degenerates well, this, these you're talking are the about, you're, you're talking, you're really just talking about the people here at your mom's house oh, when you oh, say yeah, that. The I, staff for sure. Yeah. yeah the staff. Tom it Christina, goes out from there. Yeah. 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 Bad people. Right. Uh, and, and as bad people, they make fun of injured people and, yeah, and impaired people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so when I was first dragged into this environment, I was sort of shocked and off balance. And I still have the same emotional reaction that I've had since I first got here when I listened and watched some of this stuff, which is sad. That day uh, for what was that? Accidental that drop. J for that J. What yeah, that's that? you. That J. What does that drop mean? That's normal for a penis. Oh yes. Oh, good. We got no. drops. Just like that's like love. Like, that's a new feature. Wow, the drop on his game. So that's like love. Like, um, all right. So, but but it is people. Here's the crazy thing about this as compared to love line. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. You're not. You, you can't just. You can't not finish that. You said you started feeling all bad. Oh yeah, bit. yeah. But then what? Now what happens? Yeah, I still no, feel bad. No, I thought I said, now you feel oh. good. No, 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 no. I said I Embrace feel the exactly darkness, the true. same thing. However, uh, I'm I'm somewhat um, uh-huh. numb to all of it. Like no. like, so, like, so, like like I'll participate yeah. in it much to my chagrin. So you can laugh. I just say the title you of this laugh. podcast, Doctor Drew After Dark, is you? The darkness is in you. Well, and this make, is make you it, after the your mom's house darkness. Make of it what you will. It <laughs> yeah. is a lot, a lot plowed into that title. Fucking Kurtz over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it is it's uncomfortable. I think the idea is that I should be uncomfortable and mission accomplished, right? <laughs> so, oh, the dog, look at that evil laugh. <laughs> I mean, nobody at K Rock was gonna cover your car and juice well, shit. Well, but yeah, no. But here's the craziness: is that. Back then, there was no internet. I really sort of fashioned the show after what I would have wanted if I were 18 or 20. You know, the, what would what? I need information-wise? The 90s and the early yeah. 2000s. It well, was great. Yeah, but there was no internet. There was no information. There was nowhere to go where kids could, could ask these really complicated but challenging questions. Now, it's a Google search away, right? And this is the insane part. They're as confused as ever. They're just as confused as ever. Because information and understanding and wisdom, there's a giant gap. You can get the information. That's just 
that doesn't have, you know, you don't really fully understand it just by having the information. Uh -huh. So they still need a place to have it explicated and a place they can trust and a place they can sort of dig in a little deeper. And yeah, I always liked you because you would give real advice. You'd be like, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you can still get herpes when you're wearing a condom, but yep. you'd be like, yeah, but not really. <laughs> You'd be like, the odds are very well, low. Well, right. I would say, right. I would say, look, realistically, I have to tell you X, but if you take the Zovarax and you wear a condom, you, you don't, don't stress. Don't stress yourself. You're going to be fine. All right. So here's the kind of things we get okay. from uh, our callers, this, our, our viewers. From your mom's house, the 26-year-old female had a terrible experience with weed. Oh, I'm glad we're asking. This is well, let me Let me guess what it is. She couldn't find any. No, no. Because I had a reaction I was talking about, and she's responding to that. Uh, I was incoherent. I was thinking I was going to have a seizure. Is it possible to have a seizure from weed? Yes, it is. It is? Mm -hmm. No, I mean, you can green out, right? A seizure. Like, you can actually have a seizure. And, and I, I started smoking when I was 21. I had this reaction almost every time. Uh, an ex told me that I just need to do it more often. That's every Everybody yep. told me that when I had a horrible talk. Just smoke reaction. more. Look at this dog going to Christina's chair. Christina's where my mom's at. Uh, Good girl, Bandit. Good right. girl, Bandit. Where my mom's house is sort of set is, is off in the distance here. And the dog is tearing her chair apart. All right. Uh, I, I still smoke, but significantly smaller amount. I found that sativa is my friend. Indica strains give me panic Interesting. attacks. Interesting. Yeah, I start, I had to switch recently. Okay. Biggest factor. We're going to get into this. Biggest factor is with staying away from bongs. Uh, Crossfados Barbados. What's that? Oh yeah, dude. It's when you start, when you start um, smoking and then hit, switch to drinking. Yeah, you do both of them. You just crossfade until you're in. Cross, so as you come down on one, you're coming up on the other. Who Faded, invented crossfaded. this? Crossfados Barbados. Who invented this term? Someone uh, chill. Me, yeah, me and my friends would say it in college, and I just kind of. Oh my god! Why haven't I ever heard of this? I feel yeah. I've never heard that term. I've heard I feel, crossfaded. I feel but. ignorant. Uh, when I smoke, I'll also have a drink, and that'll bring me the edge off the weed. Blah blah blah. I still consider myself a lightweight. Uh, one or two baby puffs of joint. Uh, you got to get Mexican time. weed, if that's my advice. All you right. got to find some Mexican weed that's not that strong. And she says, "P.S. I'll show you how these big tits fart in May." <laughs> D don't see you're in your mom's house. Do you understand? <laughs> There's now I get there. It. There are greetings. There are uh, sort of <laughs> aphorisms that everyone goes to, and there's one of them. Uh, blame Tom and Christina. <laughs> So well, yeah. here's what she's talking about. I was smoking weed with a very famous uh, weed consumer, a Snoop. Pu public figure. Mm, not Snoop. No, no, I'm, no. Rogan. More in the Rogan kind of category. And I had a terrible reaction. I thought, I thought, and there were several well-known weed smokers at this party. And I thought, well, tonight I'm going to smoke weed. I'm not Doug a Benson. fan. I'm not a fan. Um, Doug is sort of more committed than the more, more sort of defined by. But anyway, don't, I can't. I don't want to out anybody. Okay. But but the point is, Big J. they had J. J I well. So, so. <laughs> out anybody for what smoking weed? You don't want to out well, a well-known pot smoker for smoking he's, pot. He is. If you would, if I told you, you would kind of understand. Why. And same with the other guys that were there. They're, they're known for it, but they don't like make a deal of it. So uh, except they. Announce that they smoke weed. They don't make a deal. They smoke a lot of Seth weed. Rogan. And this, it's it's more in that zone. Um, and so, so I smoked. I thought today I'm to smoke weed. I don't really like it, but oh, I'm going to go go for it with these guys. And of course, I'm talking to them. Hand me the weed. They're just going crazy on it. I take two big hits, and I have this. I have what's called an anticholinergic delirium. I felt like I was going to have a seizure. So I appreciate what this girl's saying, but I couldn't. I, I got Parkinsonian. I couldn't can, sit can, down. Can I just say, when you have a bad reaction and yeah. you know the medical term, yeah. it makes it way worse. No, it made it way better because I knew what was <laughs> oh, happening. Because really? otherwise, I would have had panic on top of everything else. I'm like, holy shit. If I'm just like, oh, I'm, I feel weird. <laughs> oh, no. You have Parkinsonian, whatever. <laughs> Anticholinergic delirium. And, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't, somebody said sit down. I couldn't sit down. I couldn't navigate sitting down. I couldn't do it. And uh, I was, couldn't, people would talk to me. I couldn't understand what they were saying. I was sick for five days. I couldn't drive a car for two and a half days. What? Yeah. 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 Oh, Fuck really? you, Nadav. God damn it. You couldn't it. drive a car for two and a half days? Damn. My wife had to drive me around. I could, I Do you think it was related myself. to you being old? Who knows? I mean, I, I looked in the medical literature very quickly, and it, it's reported. You couldn't drive for two days? I, I, I couldn't exercise. Who smoked you out, bro? I, I couldn't. Name names. <laughs> uh, and I felt terrible, and he felt terrible, too. And he goes, I've got to tell you, that one was also rolled in hash. Nice. T.J. So, Miller. It's all, it's, you're... It, it, <laughs> TJ, I, I've never spoke to you with TJ, but but uh, by the way, I've been around uh, Jay and um, Gomez and all these guys. Oh when they yeah, you weed. just went and did Legion of Skanks. 
God, I Dude, love it's those too guys. much with the torch. How the it's fuck? Too much. How do they function? It, I don't know. They light up a torch, fucking idiot Lewis, and, and you light up a torch, and then he starts doing it. You're like, well, then I'm just done on this podcast. I'll, I'll smoke it, but I'm just done participating. Right. I wouldn't be able to. Uh, right. Well, now I'm really. I like have to be careful. I guess. Oh, I'm, he's a I'm, bad I'm, guy. I'll, you got to stay away from him. No, I love those guys. Don't do that I, podcast I, anymore. I, 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 I'm dying to do it again. I will do it again. But I, it looks superhuman to me with their when they're taking the dabs and going crazy, and it seems to it doesn't slow You're their pace down. Out, a bit. Dude, we're all just smoking weed. Hey, no worries. You're bringing out fucking. Building equipment. I understand. Fuck that. No, I see what they do. They blow torches and stuff. Blow oh, yeah. torch. I'm scared right. of burning myself. So, so back to this chick. Cake fest last week of September uh, in Vegas. Don't tell anybody. What's that? Uh, no, what? I'm just ruining Lewis's big announcement. He, 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 big announcement set for fucking a month from now, but it's ruined. Last week of September, Skank Fest. Book your tickets now. Fuck you, Lewis. They just had Skank Fest. Yeah, they're doing it again next year. They were talking about doing it in Brooklyn. They're not. They're doing it in Vegas. You heard it from me, Dr. Drew. Well, I I try. I was going to try to make this last one. I'm going to make this one. Oh, really? I'm you heard it first, Dr. Drew, first I'll booking. Be, I'll be at Skank Fest. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, for president. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Guys, Lewis. You should make it. It is fun. Oh, I, I love these guys. Dude, let's they, get they, you fucked up. They're, they're the not Drew, you know what I mean? They're the and, I, and I like being around people that aren't like me. I, I love it. I, I People think I'm the, you know, don't do... Don't enjoy yourself. Don't party, guy. I yeah. am not. I, I, I'm the guy that if people get out of control, and need help. I can help you. Uh, but I am not interested in bumming anybody's high or telling anybody how to live their life. I'm not interested. You don't want to harsh their mellow. No, I don't want to harsh. I <laughs> learned all those terms at Woodstock. Crossfados. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So in any event, uh, so she's she's talking about having had a little bit of an anticholinergic reaction. She's had that and she's... To she, weed. To weed. It's reported. I, I looked into it because of my own reaction. It's a bad reaction. It actually, it's, you're supposed to go to the hospital and you get it. I, I knew it at the time. I thought I should go to the hospital, but I can see the TMZ headlines now. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, and I, so I did. Yeah, because you're a doctor too. That would affect, if I get arrested or something happens to me on weed, People just call me a pussy. It's fine, but like, and I but, am a pussy, right? And and I and I am a lightweight, and I'm that's it. It's not for me, and it's legal in the state where I live. And it's not like we were doing illegal things, but it's not for me. It's not for everybody. And I am seeing because of the potency of this shit, I'm seeing lots of problems, dude. It's so much stronger than it was. Yeah, you really need Mexican weed. Well, <laughs> like like it's it just a light, a very low THC level weed. No one does that anymore. They all go for to, it's like only drinking one fifty one. Instead of a glass of wine. It, it's literally fentanyl versus Vicodin. It's, it's like that kind of thing. It's way more powerful. And I'm seeing people get psychotic. Now, I, I, was, I used to not believe that we had made people. I, I was questioning. I thought it released something in them that was already there. That was, that was back 10 years ago. We would go, I, we're not sure. Maybe it's people were prone to it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It makes people psychotic. Not that it makes them permanently psychotic, but you'll notice, you'll notice, look at some of your friends, they get very grandiose and very opinionated and will tell you you're not listening. And this is this is very characteristic of the weed psychosis. Interesting. Yeah, well, look, it's from, it. from long-term usage uh, or I just one time? No, it's from moderate to heavy use, but I think it's in, for whatever reason, certain people get it, certain people don't. Some so people, isn't look, it the people that I smoked weed with uh, the, that fucked me up, they smoke weed every day and they're fine. And and yeah. that definitely is the thing. Jonah Hill? Not Jonah Hill. Okay. It's 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 much more highbrow than this. That's the problem. I I, I can't I don't want to Barack Obama? Uh we're getting warmer. <laughs> but I'm, but that would be fun. <laughs> then, right. then I'd go Dude, then I would try it again. Would be cool. Then I would try it again. I'd be like, Did you how many people did you kill? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yeah. That's crossfados. <laughs> yeah. Barbados. There you go. Yeah. You gotta say the whole it thing. It sounds a little racist, is it? Or it's not. It's no? not. Okay. It's not. You just crossfados in Barbados. It's a place. Okay. Yeah, it's not right. Right. I wouldn't yeah. say that's any racist. All right. I have a question about weed, but let's keep yeah, talking about so, this. So I am worried about it. I, my daughter's recovering. Uh, she was dabs and doing all the heavy shit and went off the rail. And now is in recovery. And wait, so I've wait, seen wait. Off the rail, do you mean psychosis? She didn't get psychosis, but she her life did not go well because she was addicted. She was fully addicted. You explained and, to me once addiction with weed on middle love lines, yeah. you know? It, uh, it was much more unusual than now because, again, the potency, the higher the potency, the more likely you get into trouble. That's yeah. how it goes. But the way you said it was, and I really, I've quoted this a bunch, where it's like anything that gets in the way of your life that Function. you can't stop doing yeah. is an addiction. So, that's it. So you're like, all oh, right, you're fine with that, it. So other people it. are not. And we can even be more, we can give you more 
specific definition. If it's affecting work or school, your financial situation, your legal situation, your health situation, or your relationships, and you don't stop. And right, you where progress. you're like, I don't like what this is doing to me, but I, keep but I can't stop. I can't, right, I keep right, right. Or, or you're making, ju- you're ju- justifying it, making all deals with yourself and that kind of thing. So it, weed is really, you know, if the potency stuff, uh, she's got to be careful. I, she's down to tiny bits, and that's great. Uh, Fi- but she, where, where, I wonder what state she lives in. Fi- I would say, tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, correct me. Go ahead. Find some low THC, like the, the, the 80s version <laughs> Why not of just weed? take a little bit of something? Or because barely... it, the margins are so small. Really? You've seen this yeah. and this. It's like wrecked or not feeling it. That's what happened to me. It's too much. Because I thought, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to smoke. Because these guys at the table with me were smoking, like just going nuts on this. I thought, Who, Segura? Wasn't Segura. And I thought, I'm going to take a big hit and be be with the cool kids. Joey Diaz. It was was the cool kids. It was the cool kids. Yeah, weed is cool. And what? But the people, the players, were the cool kids. Sarah Silverman, and Kimmel. You're, you're getting in there. You're getting in the right zone. Come on. And, and so, <laughs> and so, I thought I, I gotta, I gotta keep up. And I just, within seconds, I was, I, I was a Parkinsonian. I couldn't. And walk. what did Galifianakis say when you were like, actually, like that? Yeah, I. Well, um, they were talking to me and felt bad, of course, and uh, mentioned that he forgot to tell me that the this particular was cigar rolled was rolled in hash, and. Uh, you know, I, I felt terrible myself because I was looking forward to this party and I like these people a lot and it's really fucked everything up. Dude, I'll see it at, sometimes at shows, sign-up shows where someone will get too fucked up. They'll take mushrooms before my shows, which I would advise not to do because you're bound in your seat. You don't want to be bound. It's the yes. worst place to do it. And then they freak out in the lobby beforehand and it's like, handle your shit, dude. So I had to go outside. Uh, I had to go outside and pace around. And I, I was out there for a while, and my wife came out to check on me once in a while. And she came out like the third time I go. Because I'm in my head, I'm thinking, if I can get through three hours, I'll be fine. and go back in there. And you know, maybe yeah. two hours, I'll be better. And I go, and I thought it had been like an hour and a half, two hours. And she comes out, and I go, how, how long have I been here? She goes, 10 minutes. Oh, no. And I went, oh, dude, oh, we got to like le- leave. That was it. And Did you say was, goodbye to John Hammer or anybody? Or just like... <laughs> you're, you're in the right zone now. It was not John Hammer. Uh, let's see. Regular Stone, I've experienced what you were describing the last two months. People are reacting to my, my story about the, the weed. Wait, 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 wait. I have a question for yeah. you. Do you mind? No. Okay, I've seen this. Tell me if this is true or not. People who cannot get high. Well, I think that Lewis is one of those guys. He seems like that. <laughs> no, but I mean, like I've said. Like well, I listen, like, but let me put it this way. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's it. there's two different versions of it. There's people that are highly highly tolerant and don't seem to get high, and there's people like me. I only experience misery. I mean, literally misery when I smoke weed. Same wow. thing with opiates. I feel miserable. I don't have any sense of high. I can get. I understand what high is because I can get a little bit of that from alcohol. But opiates, weed, make me miserable. So here I am having this horrible reaction. No high, only misery. It's fucked up. Oh, yeah, it's not fun. I mean, you, the funny thing is you're still like, all right, let me try it again. <laughs> Everyone seems like they're having a good time. If we're like, Barack chance. Obama, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to be, I, you know what that is? That's my low self-esteem. I still want to be one of the cool kids. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that I'm that much of a lightweight. I heard the, the way they started medical marijuana was one of these guys in, who who never got high but he had terrible like whatever arthritis oh, and yeah. everyone's passing around a joint he goes i don't really get high but yeah but i'll try it just to like mm. be part of the party and then he was like oh what's going on here yeah so it's a it's a really it's a challenging drug to use therapeutically and be aware of the side effects that's all right. like every drug has side effects and my my other fear is that big tobacco is taking over big cannabis and you're gonna have a lot of that going on in here what do you mean so, they're going to be marketing. The to tobacco is going to be marketing to everybody. Yeah. And these people are unscrupulous. All right. So here's somebody who said they experienced what I had. Um, in the last two months, as a regular stoner, I smoke about a half gram, half gram of dabs per week. Is that a lot? Half a gram? Yeah. Jesus. Wait, wait. Buys the highest percentage. This is Lewis, probably. He's lighting me, probably right? Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How's the spelling? Bad? <laughs> it's sort of broken. Yeah. I'm yeah, sort of interpreting. Yeah, yeah. Your experience is what someone who is coming to weed with bad perception feels. What? Weed is basically synthetic anxiety. Gives you a rush on your couch with your experience. This is what every weed addict is. You're not doing it right. Your attitude is wrong. Your outlook is wrong. When you're here's what she says. Look at this. When you approach weed with your truth being, this is peace and zen. Oh fuck off! Yeah, this is this is a a marijuana addict. Everybody's enjoy your elephant pants. Are very our our biologies are very very different one from another, and as such, we all react to chemicals differently. That's all, dude. That same attitude is the same people like no no. You'd love to have a kid, just have what? It's like shut up. They never tell you the whole story. They just they just want you to live their life. You're right. You're absolutely right. Hang on a second. Let me find this other one here. Quit your job, man. <laughs> like, how am I going to feed my kids? Are you, are you thinking about having kids? 
No, I had a vasectomy. Yeah. I hate children. Hate children. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, whenever there's a school shoot, I celebrate. Why does other people? <laughs> Why does other people? Feel Where are you, bad you about performing? It? Where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> On the road, Pittsburgh. I visit wow. right outside schools. Wow. I now have no carpool. Hey traffic. Drew, I think I have some more voicemails. All right, these voicemails. I'm, I'm liking these emails so much. I, I hate kids. I don't right. celebrate. No, yeah. the, the, the Here we go. You, you yeah. want to get Ari off his uh, <laughs> yep. his, his uh, death uh, path? Yep. His, <laughs> I have some uh, follow up <laughs> voicemails for you about weed. All right, let's go. Hey, Drewby, cool guy AJ here. I'm calling about this feeling that you're talking about where your hands and your feet went numb. Yeah. And it sounds like you achieved the peak, sir. That is the best feeling in the entire fucking world. Besides when you hit a bong really, really hard and stand up too quick and almost pass out. And I understand, yes, it's brain damage, but it is also an incredible fucking feeling. You must just not be a cool guy, and that's totally cool. But uh, you should definitely be smoking this uh, weed with the dog. Uh, that is the safest environment that you can do it in, and then you can determine whether or not you want to smoke with Rogan or whoever the fuck else you decide to. But Nadav I did is want to smoke with Rogan. Your best option, and I would stick with him. Keep my eye tight. You bet I'm coming up in May, and take bomb hits that make you pass out through. All right, AJ. Thanks. Uh, so this is a typical people who love weed. Yeah. It, same thing with the opiate addicts too. They'll say the same thing. Like they can't imagine that you have a different experience than they do, or that you don't love it. So he's describing this experience I had, which I I could not feel my hands and feet. And I was in misery. Right. There were two different experiences. It wasn't like the numb hand and feet was like making me miserable. No, I was like, oh, fuck, I know what's going on here. And I, and I thought, could I be hyperventilating? I'll take it easy, you know. But I am miserable. I'm fucking miserable. Also, I think at some, at some age, it changes. Louis Katz has a good joke about it. He's like, you know, marijuana, he lives in San Francisco, everybody smokes. It means no worries, right? And then at one day... It just means all the worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's right. That what happens is this this I see this all the time. People get mood disturbances and, and or anxiety eventually. Anxiety. Eventually. And then when in response to that, guys like AJ smoke more. They that's their response. Like, this is my medicine for my anxiety. I got it, I'm just right. not taking enough. And so they take more, and that accelerates the decline. And that's when they start fishing around for something else oftentimes. So. Heroin. Not typically, not typically, but you know. Anyway, what else? What else you got there? No. Is weed a gateway drug? I, I think the concept of gateway is completely just. The answer is no. Nice. I, dude. I, I think I think the whole concept is flawed. If if the weed would have kept working without causing the anxiety and depression, no one would ever leave the weed and go on to anything else. It's that the problem with weed is over time it starts to have problems. Then people give it up or go to something else or go to stronger weed or whatever. They just start I always think it's just a natural progression. It's like it's like alcohol is not a game. It's like that's the first thing you're probably going to do. Weed's yeah, probably tobacco, and then you get to coke. That, and that's exactly get, right. Like, it's exactly right. So the whole notion of gateway is such a loaded term. It's like if you smoke weed, you've opened the gate. You're going yeah. on to heroin. No, not going to happen. But yes, people do fish around for other things. Has anyone shot up heroin who has not yet tried weed? Yeah, that the, the answer is very rarely. Yeah, because I, I used to <laughs> say I used to say nobody starts with heroin. Um, these days, because of all the pills and stuff, some, right some it, people yeah. get opiates and they're right over to heroin. So, okay, what else we got? I've got myself a cock problem. Oops, ah, wrong. Oh, Woo. my bad. What's his wow. cock problem? <laughs> I could talk about it, I guess, but I don't know if you want to hear about that. What's his cock? I wonder what. Hold on, let's think. What his cock problem be? He loves them too much. He's, it's too small. We have all for, kinds of cock problems. Yeah. So, Sucking your own dick. Wow, you've been hard at work, Nadav. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I got a whole right. bunch of stuff. Give here. Here's another voicemail. Hey, Dr. Drew. Calling from Massachusetts. Um, I've been hearing a lot of uh, people asking you about cure for hiccups and uh, crap like that. Now, I'm no doctor, but I am a bartender. And I've been bartending for 20 years, and I got a bar trick that always eliminate hiccups. Right. I always tell people, if it doesn't work, I'll pay you a tab. And I've never had to pay a tab. Right. So I know it works. You take a pint glass, fill it with ice, fill it with water, take a cocktail napkin or a thin napkin and napkin on thick, put it on top, like on top, like covering it from someone dropping your roofie, and chug the water through the napkin until it's either gone or you can't do it no more. It works every time. Uh, but like I said, uh, never had to pay a bill. So uh, you can relay that or not. It's cool. Love the show. All right. Appreciate it, man. I uh, love his accent. I'm yeah. no doctor. Love I'm that no accent. Doctor. I'm no doctor. From, yeah, we know. Somewhere <laughs> yeah. outside of Boston. We're not only allowed to be a doctor with South, that accent. South, Southie. Um, well, I can't quite figure out. Can you imagine? Can you picture what he's talking about? Do you no, lay, do you lay a napkin? 
Do you lay a napkin over your mouth and then pour? It's to distract you. To like waterboard you. Yeah, it sounded like waterboarding, yeah. but but. I mean, you, I do something similar. Like I just slowly just drink water without breathing for as long as I can. Yeah, yeah I thought hold your breath and swallow. Yeah, a yeah lot. that's correct, and that's yeah. sort of I think what he's talking about, and that does kind of work. I, mm-hmm. It's it's a spasm of your diaphragm, and so if you can relax the diaphragm by swallowing and t- holding your breath, that kind of thing, sometimes it will remit. Uh, do you have any young ladies? Our, our female our female voice messages tend to be more, uh, I don't know, cl- yeah. c- kind. You know my all time yeah, favorite uh, voice uh, like callers from you from the old old days. Yeah. Uh, back when I was in college. Yeah. Um, is somebody calling and saying, um, you know, I, I was dating this guy and he, he hit me, or whatever. And then Adam started like talking about it, and you're like, what number is this? <laughs> and she was like, what? Like, what number is this for guys that have hit you? Yeah. How many? She's like, what? Yeah. How'd you know that? He goes, am I wrong? And she's like, seven. Yeah, and I was it, like, "Damn, how'd you spot these?" Well, things? the 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 two things would happen to us with those calls. One was we were trying to point out repetition compulsion that people yeah. once they do things, they're attracted to people and circumstances that repeat, uh, and that if you think it's pe- other people, it's you. You're attracted to these things. Number one, and number two, we would close our eyes and we would get certain feelings because we just sit and listen to people all day and you know, all night, and we our feeling our bodies became how we listened, and we'd have a reaction and we'd know that reaction every time. So. All right. You got a young lady for me? Hello, Dr. Drew. My name's Jane. Um, I have a question. Sure it is. My <laughs> husband is extremely insecure um, when it comes to his male genitalia. Um, it's starting to affect our sex life, mm-hmm. and I don't really know how to help him. I was just wondering if there's something I could do to make him feel better, more confident. He did have a girlfriend in his late teens who, once you get angry, would put him down. And I think it really affected um, his self-confidence. So let me know. Um, and I hope I'm coming up in May. Thanks. I got some thoughts. Thanks, Jane. Let's hear them. Uh, put on a bunch of porn with small dicks. Oh, there's a small dick porn out there? Yeah, and then, there must be. And then uh, <laughs> and then he'll be like, oh, I'm bigger than that. Yes. But act like she, like you're, oh, look at this guy. And then act like that, let him see you a bunch. So and, that and turns you on. Like, the micro penis turns you right, on. Right, but then he's like, I'm way bigger than that. Yeah. And then also lie to him. Just be like, your dick's fucking huge. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Just fuck, you know, we're so dumb. But let's talk about guys in the penis. Yeah. It's uncanny, particularly the young male and his preoccupation with the penis. It's almost like the penis is a is connected to the self. It's a yeah. representation of the self. It is a manifestation of the self. And if the if you feel diminished, you feel small. Yeah. And if you are small, you feel diminished. You know what I mean? It's weird. What is that? I thought in college, I thought I had a small dick. Right. And some girl was talking about it. I was like, my dick is small too. And she was like, what? No. Right. And it's like, it's pretty fucking, you know, hoggy. But like, <laughs> but I still thought I must have a small one. Right. And so then, and when women go there with the cutting, uh, oh. sort of, you know, you have a small dick, I would never satisfy me. That's that's that can stay with a guy for a long time. Now, here's the really interesting thing. Yeah, how do you fight it? And, and I don't know if you have any of this, but if you have any, do you have any obsessive compulsive disorder kind of traits? I chew my nails, but that's not it. Well, that's an OCD kind of thing. You're an OCD kind of thing. I am. How'd I you am. like that? No, How'd you like that? I, I, I am. I have OCD stuff, but <laughs> but men that have OCD can get very stuck in a loop around the penis. They really can't let go of it. And they'll start feeling like there's something wrong with the skin of the penis. It's too shiny. It's too this. It's too that. And a little too shiny. I've had very, urologists and dermatologists send me guys all the time that are preoccupied with their penis. And a little Zoloft, it goes away. Really? Yeah. It goes away. But men still, they, they we're so tied in with it. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. And, and as you see, look, look at this case. Jane. He's perfectly happy with her husband. Yeah, she's like, it's fine. I married him. Yeah, and he can't get off it. That's that's not his penis. Yeah, that's his self esteem and his sense of who he is well, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we ever well, you've heard the term obsessive thoughts. Like we're like, I want to stop thinking about this OCD. thing, but I can't stop thinking about somebody who wronged me or something like that. And you're like, ugh, let it go, but you just can't let it go. That's a biology. That's a biology. And sometimes, by the way, back to weed. Sometimes it gets worse with weed. Sometimes it gets better for a while, and then it gets worse. And so people who have OCD kind of like weed. It tends to be a thing that they kind of like it. And I've noticed sometimes their OCD symptoms get worse whoa. down the line. So, whoa. <laughs> 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 or is it, whoa, heavy, <laughs> heavy. One more voice message, then I want to go to some cool guys. Hey, Drew, my name is Eric. And uh, about four years ago, I contracted HSV2, or uh, herpes. 
and um, or herpes. Yeah, you know, herpes. That's only herpes. <laughs> and it really wasn't that crazy. Um, but got a blood test and stuff, and all that was was kind of weird. And in any case, I don't get a lot of outbreaks. I actually haven't had one since. And uh, I don't really need to take Valtrex, but I do when gonna... I'm with a partner just as a precaution. And it's always been a really awkward Wait, thing hold to it? bring yeah. up. Pause. Hold it. Pause. Yeah. Do you think he's going to ask if he can start having sex without a condom? It's something like that's coming for yeah. sure. Okay. For sure. hundred okay. percent. Or no, I think he's going to say, here's my prediction. Yeah. Do I have to tell everybody that I have herpes? That's what he's going to okay. say. Okay. Let's see. With someone we're dating. Um, and I just want to know, like, do I have to keep taking the Valtrex? And like, how can I try to explain this to partners that it's not that big of a <laughs> deal? And maybe like, keep... <laughs> Uh, them from kind of initially freaking out yes. when I break the news. Right. Um, all right, piss on me, beat me. Thanks. <laughs> so what do you say, Ari? What do you think? Yeah, but you got to tell them. That's right. I think I think you have an obligation to say something. You'll get you can, used to it the more you do it. You, and you can phrase it too. You, you can really, um, just the way you discussed what you have, which is I don't seem to be producing virus. I don't have outbreak. It's 95% reduced anyway when you take Valtrex. If you, if you want, I'll take the... Definitely we have a new partner. Definitely stay on the Valtrex. He was asking, should I stay on it? Yes, if you because that really diminishes the transmission. What are the, what are the negatives of Valtrex besides the money cost? Um, you know, a lot of people stay on it for years and years. I've seen people get weird kind of neurological symptoms like taste changes and things like that, but, but mostly nothing. Like they start liking two bears, one cave? Uh, that is a very serious side effect that I've not yet seen, but has been reported. Yeah, that's dangerous when that happens. Um, but but it's it's a really interesting thing. I mean, this is a very common condition. Most people that have it don't even know they have it. Most people who have herpes don't know they have it. That's and you can the, still spread it? And you can still spread it. That That's the data that's out there. A lot of people like him have an initial outbreak and then never anything else. And what do they do? And people freak out when they find out about it. So it's a there's a whole... It's it's we we stigmatized this skin rash in the seventies and eighties and nineties and uh, it it I always thought HIV would wipe that out. I thought they no one cares about HIV anymore. It's done. But, but but even when I was you know one of the reasons I got involved in radio was because Dr. Fauci was saying you got to get out there and educate about this thing we were just starting to call AIDS and. Um, and I thought, oh, when they learn about AIDS, this other thing, they, they, that's Who's a real care? illness. What do you worry about? There's no ration. This real illness, guys. This kills people 100% of the time. Nope. <laughs> it never oh. went away. Here we are 50 years later. Because people it really was, didn't believe it. Heteros never believed they could really get it. But they all believe they could get herpes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and HIV, people are... A now lot. it's done. Dude, Mateo Lane lets dudes with full HIV blast away in his butt. That's a... I don't understand Prep. that. Prep. It's a force field. Well... So he's talking about the pre-exposure prophylaxis with an antiviral medicine, which does really work, but it doesn't work 100%. I mean, it's Russian roulette, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're going for it. They're all just that, going for it. I, I'm surprised to hear you say that because that was the fear of PrEP, that when, when doctors were starting to recommend PrEP, they started fearing that people would not take precautions any longer. Yeah. And lo and behold, that's what's happening. Good times, everybody. New York was wild. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What were we just talking about? Though? Herpes. Uh, oh, yeah. Telling your partner. You got to tell the partner it's the right thing to do. And it's just the way it is. When I, I got chlamydia once and I was like, I got to text everybody for the last like year. No, or no, 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 no. How long? What, or how, you should text people uh, that you've had sex with. In only if you, well, it, it's a, <laughs> this is a really tough one, right? Um, some chlamydia, mo, men normally don't carry chlamydia. They can but they normally don't carry. In other words, women what did can, I have? You got infected and then you got symptoms, right? Yeah. Or did they find it incidentally? It was a pee in two directions. Oh yeah. So you had you whoever you had recently had sex with gave you chlamydia. Yeah. And unless you had sex with somebody else subsequent to that while you were still having the split urine, you, the, you don't right, have to tell right. anybody. Right? Well, now, I got she, back then. she has or he or whatever whoever you're with. I don't know. But that that other person has got Dogs. has got the. You met her. I did. She's <laughs> yeah. lovely, by yeah. the way. Thanks. But whoever that other person is um, has got a, some explaining to do, possibly, to other people, right? That yeah. Person. Lewis said it once. I was like, I have to text all these people. And he goes, you don't. And I'm like, no, it's the right thing to do. Otherwise, somebody might not know they have it. Yeah. Because I didn't know what it was. I just like, I got some peeing slow. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll spread it to someone else. And he goes, Ari, how many women have you had sex with? And I was like, about 20,000. And he goes, um, that's not true. But then he goes... Uh, <laughs> How many times have you gotten a text saying, "Hey, I have herpes or HIV or yeah. whatever, and you should be careful"? Yeah, and I was like, zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no one sends the text. Well, and unfortunately, and and I, I don't want to 
this is not to take aim at women, but women are the ones that can have these things and not know it. And so they're more likely to need to kind of, you know, usually the doctor that's that's uncovering whatever's going on will tell you what to do. Yeah. So rely on your medical provider to give you advice. That's what I'd say. I, you got You just get used to telling people you have herpes. I don't know. Or go on herpes uh, dating websites. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Because it is so, so, so common. Uh, let's see a cool lion prank. I want to see some cool people, some cool guys. It's been a while. Oh. oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. They get down in the Arab countries. Oh my god. What? What what was the guy doing in the first place? Just taunting the lion? Is that the idea? And his friend, his so-called friend, just threw him into the threw lion? Threw him? What, what, is Let's so, see what it again. size Let's human see it again. is that? Yeah, I know. Now, Oh, the lion just! Come. It looks like a like the, the the dude maybe a small person or either that or the other guy's a giant, right? He can't get away! Oh my god! I mean, that's how uh, what's his name? Uh, the, I think it's a lion cub. But that's how the magician got killed just by the teeth going into the neck, neck? right? Yeah. Wow! Remember that? He was, they were like these lion tamers. It's amazing. And then one lion was like, "Oh yeah, right. I'm a lion." I think that's Rogan's bit. I just remembered, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking lion. <laughs> right. <I'm a laughs> this gay dude's fucking yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name now. It's weird. Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried yeah. and Roy. All right. Uh, uh, we're going to look at some TikToks. Damn, um, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was a cool guy. There's some cool guys palling around. See, <laughs> see, Tom would be satisfied by that. He would think, that's justice. That would feel good to look at that. <laughs> I feel bad when I look at that. It feels, I mean, what kind of dude is throwing his friend into the line? You just got to get high. You just got to smoke some herpes. I, there you are. <laughs> okay, so uh, this next one is a, is a cool guy that we found on TikTok that has a uh, message that he wants to, you know, share with the world. Hold right. on, before you play this, yeah. Yeah. you went to medical school, right? I know, yes. Yes, <laughs> okay. I did. All right. And Go. spent many, many years even afterwards <laughs> training and teaching, and this is what it was all about. Thanks, Ari. Perfect, Drew. Maybe you could diagnose this guy. All right. Hello, TikTok talkers out there. Um, I have a new foam. I've been out of commission for a while because I had to get a new foam. Foam. <laughs> and I would like to start back by coming back by talking about me. Oh, good. Um, this title segment is going to called um, I'm Not Your Average Guy. <laughs> is going to called? Who is this dude? You, you've um, shown me him and before, the haven't I'm you? Doing this yes. is for three reasons. Okay. Oh, jeez. Because there are um, women out there yeah. who say they're interested and they want to get to know me. But they're either playing games or they're not sure what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, I, he's, I wouldn't he's about be sure. To get mad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second reason I'm doing this is because a lot of men out there um, have lost their moxie. They've forgotten how to be men. They're terrified. He's looking for an excuse to. And I'm hoping he wants you to give them the okay. Give them their moxie back. Okay. He's going to advise about me. Um, oh. <laughs> By talking about me, I'm gonna help all men. <laughs> oh my Second, god, he's fantastic. Uh, fi- I mean, third reason uh, yeah, is right. thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> there are a lot of women out there who've lost their way too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they've become How they arrogant. Oh. They've become too prideful. They've become full of themselves. Um, feminists, feminists, as they were called. Uh, some women out there are not like that, and hats off to you. But hopefully, after this video of talking about me will knock you down a peg or two. Oh boy. Oh this man. This is a great strategy, dude. Wow. Me Woo. talking about me will lead by an example and help my fellow men out there gain Uh-oh. their moxie back. Moxie. Because I mean, this is the video you discover after the shooting. Yes. No. Yes. And women need to be knocked down a peg and What's or two. a 20-something-year-old man talking about moxie? I mean, it's like, Mox, is he from yeah, the Borscht yeah. Belt in the 60s, the 40s? <laughs> Weird. But here's the thing. He's, he's got to get laid. Right. But he does really bring up a really interesting... I, I'm not endorsing anything this dude is saying. No, you can endorse him. No, I'm not. But Because <laughs> we've seen him before, and it's even more... He was more disturbing <laughs> last time I saw him. But 
he is putting his finger on something that I've been thinking about lately. There is something weird going on between men and women, young men and women, that has never happened in my lifetime before. What's going on? I, the, statistically, what we're seeing is about 10% of men are having a great time. And 90% are really like lonely and miserable. You know and, who the 10% are? Who? Blacks. Okay. They're well, really still loving their lives. Not Jews? No. Okay. But but I, but the point is that it's it's there's this division occurring and yeah. and, and it's so, to some extent it's happening with women too because women if you're less not, sex right it's it's less sex but there's also less of an understanding of what a relationship offers you're you're an example of it you don't want to you don't want to have kids you don't want to do it and and people are sort of turning away from intimacy and sex both both I like I you know men have a basic orientation that. They want sex if a relationship happens, great. And women generally, motivationally, have a relationship like, hey, if a, I need a, I'd like a relationship. If a sex happens, great. That all that those priorities are all distorted. P- people are not able to kind of get their needs met. They're not understanding each other. There's a there's a lot of it, I, it, I'm not sure what it is yet. I haven't so seen, in Thailand, the women there are motivated to have sex earlier because. Okay. Um, if you make a dude wait four or five dates, they're like, I'm just gonna go get one. Right. So right. Th- you really just can't. So, so it's a marketplace. Say you need to work for this. It's yeah. a marketplace thing. And with with dating apps or, yes. or fuck apps, yes, it, it's really like a guy can find six, seven women a week. So it's like, why would he ever be fooled? Is into it like, that? Is it? But some guys can, and some get none. Some get none. But it, but so it's, imagine but, but, but that. But the vibe across the country is this is just how you do it. There's no reason to go and find love or anything. Or like have that. a relationship. Yeah, you're what, in what, the world even if you're not. Part of it, and, and then women sort of don't need men. Like they're supporting themselves. They do whatever. They do their own thing. They're, they're, you know what I mean. I, do, then, do you think any of it's like the overhyping in like the news or media, or whatever you want to call it, of like, like, like intergender betrayals? Like you, you know, you sexually harassed me or anything. So everyone's just too scared to even it, like. It try. started there because I, I, my kids were in college when that was all going on, and I watched the male college students scared shitless. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't want to be seen as any of that. They wanted to be a good person. They, and they would never talk to a woman if they were drinking. For being seen, just for, like, I can't. No, get I, I might be, you know, or if she's drinking, <laughs> which is when normally that that's when you start up. That's we know. we met at a party, we we're both drinking, and then now we we've been together seven years. So I don't know. It's like a new realignment needs to occur or something. And by the way, those the voice messages out there. So send me more on this. I, I stop talking about my anticholinergic delirium and weed. We've had enough of that. Give, give, let's get on to what what's what is making people happy, unhappy. What do you see out there? I'm I'm interested because it's feeling like there's a realignment occurring. Yeah, realignment. So it's, it's uncomfortable until it gets realigned. Exactly, exactly. And and I and I think some people are suffering. I think they're. I see it all the time. Where it's like that guy was a creep. He asked me out, and I'm like, and and then when you said no, what happened? He's like, he went away. And he's like, oh, you need to not say that. Yes, that's making every dude unable to. Well, and men, and the the workplace is a mess for men. Everything's kind of a mess for men, and and they are they are feeling diminished. Yeah, and then you hear a bunch of people. The, the response is, "Oh, boohoo! Oh, you're having a hard time now." But it's like these are individuals; they're not a part that, of a that group. That is exactly it. That these individuals are feeling diminished and lonely, and and sort of unworthwhile. I see it. I I, I interact with these age groups, twenties and thirties, right now, and it's breaking my heart, frankly. It's, some of them are fine. Some are fine. Some are great. Yeah. Some are having a good old time. But there's a large number and a, and a way abnormally large number for youth. People that should be enjoying themselves and hanging out and doing stuff. You know, so. I'm not your average guy. I remember a young comic tr- come hitting, hitting on me um, six, seven years ago, eight years ago, somewhere in that range. And I was like, start. I'm like, this might be a power dynamic thing. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. Um. And then later, when my other buddy's like, "Oh, I hooked up with her. She's great. She's cool." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, right." A consenting adult wants to hook up. Well, what, what are we? Uh, some of it's it's just so hazy. It's hazy and weird, and no one wants to be a bad person. Yeah. Everyone wants to do what's right. And and if you're t- imagine, I imagine being twenty two or something, being so confused by it, and then you go on the dating apps and you can't get anywhere. You're you're the one. You're the percentage that doesn't. And you're making this. You're yeah. making this guy. Is there more with him? Is there more to be learned with his uh Oh, yeah, diatribe? there's a whole other thing, yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. Here what's, we go. What's the thing people drop? So, oh, this guy. I've been running around doing errands, <laughs> but as promised, I am doing a segment talking about me. <laughs> oh, no shit. Me. Okay. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, not your but, average but, male. Hang on a second, but this is where they go, right? This is the where the internet. They, well, not only that, it's like I can't figure out why I'm a, why these women don't like me, why I'm alone. Oh, I know, I'm not being assertive enough, and I need to be me, be a man, and and this just looks sad and cool. A cool guy. I mean, that's, he's turning to strangers to ask, not to ask to to help them. He's helping strangers by being wow. sort of being a. They're so confused. What's the thing people release? What's the word for it when you Fairmounts? release a? No, no, no. Like a statement that you release, like a oh, like, like a, a manifesto. Manifesto. This is manifesto. Yeah, yes, it manifesto is. Which is why you said before the shooting. Yeah. <laughs> so keep going. Okay. Um. So we're gonna talk about my interests and hobbies and goals. So you're wearing a shirt that says Civil War. No, I think it's um, like a Star so Wars or something. I'm interested in drawing. Maybe it does say Civil um, War. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Holy shit. Or. A long time now. Good. I'm Great. really good at it. Yeah, so is Hitler. Um, don't want to brag, but I am really good. This is like what he should be telling his mom at age 14. Like, mom, am yeah. I good? I'm, I like what I'm doing. Well, and as dude. soon as I um, clean my house up, organize and everything, you see why I, I get sad when I see this show? I get sad. Uh, chess. Um, the Dom so is delighted. Tom is delighted. I tend to rebuild my portfolio. Because um, Christina makes him feel worse. Laughs at him. I mean, he's at this. He's at the. He's at the coffee shop behind you. The, yeah. These guys, are, you just don't know that you're running into these people all the time in New York. You realize. Yes. They're just barely holding on. Yes. They look at you. They touch their pocket, and, and you don't even know they're holding a gun. And they just go, nah. And then they get on. You have no idea how close you were every single day. I don't want to brag, but and, I am really good. Uh, this makes me so sad. It really does. Is there much more? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit more. All right. Long ago, uh, also. You gotta get this guy um, a podcast on YMH Network. <laughs> and then they mysteriously disappeared. Or they were destroyed. <gasps> and I don't want to get back into drawing unless I can actually protect my artwork to ensure that it never gets stolen again. Who stole? What the? You, never gets you lost it. Again. So um, once I get a, a chest, uh, uh, you know, a big. You know, like treasure chest with a lock on it and everything. Oh I'll get back in the drawing. I'll rebuild my portfolio. Oh my. And I'll go to art school. And, okay, uh, good. Go to art school. Some kind of art class to go. get better at it. I make go enough money now. to afford it. Go now, dude. Go to Can art you, school. Is there any way to dub that that speech over uh, a Hitler speech? <laughs> just have Hitler just saying this, you know, to a crowd. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, if anyone could do it, the production staff oh, right here, the YMH Network. So that uh, makes me sad. That is god suffering. Damn. It's a really sad person. I mean, and, you're gonna get a subpoena to Duff to be like, we need that footage. Yeah. So nemesis. <laughs> that's a nemesis how grandiose do you have to be to have a nemesis he said femicist femicist, femicist. <laughs> he's, he, he, then he strong women it. are his enemies it's interesting feminist nemesis is a femicist <laughs> femicist <laughs> I, so this is a great example fucking bitches with their fucking confidence <laughs> what, they have jobs <laughs> yeah this is what we were talking about I mean you know what you, you think maybe that guy needs a little weed we Mm, maybe <laughs> uh, uh, you know you mentioned Corolla earlier and you know what he would say about guys like that he goes what? you need to go use you go do something with your hands you need to go yeah. dig a ditch build go something. go build something you know, they, he draws yeah that's what I that's why I said go to art school okay, yeah. give me the female rapper what's going on there <laughs> yo what's up oh boy I'm looking for a female Wait. Rapper, what what that lives shape here is this? in Pueblo, Pueblo that wants to record some music with me? So, yeah, and get at me because I'm home all day. <laughs> I'm afraid I bet it's and I know everything. why, <laughs> and everything. And plus, oh, we could do some video shoots too. He does not for music, just for music. So, uh, that's all I got to say. So, peace out. I am hoping that the uh, appearance of his head is something related to the angle of the camera or something. And no, it's it's so if triangle. If that's really him, he ever seen uh, pictures of Beetlejuice from yeah. uh, Stern? Yep. Yeah, it looks called, like an Incredibles yeah. mixed with Beetlejuice. Yeah. And with a little Kreischer in there. Do you... <laughs> ah! do, do you have any Beetlejuice pictures you can kind of throw up there oh, for yeah. people? Oh, yeah. 
because uh, it's called uh, microcephaly. That's the name. Or you just pick up micro- microcephaly, but Beetlejuice, he'll come right up there. I remember all these things. Yeah, remember I went to medical school. Oh, yeah, right. There he is. God, I love him. Beetlejuice. There it is. So, so you see the shape of the head there? Yeah. Same kind of thing. Microcephaly? Microcephaly. It, it's literally underdevelopment of the brain. And I'm hoping that guy doesn't have that. I'm hoping it's just the uh, camera angle. He is what we call non-neuronormative. Uh, God bless him. What's non-neuronormative? Is that the new retard? Mm. <laughs> non-neuronormative? <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he is home all day because it'd be hard to find work if you're... Um, have, uh, I like when he just throws in and everything. <laughs> oh, poor guy. See, I feel sad. You see, how I feel, look at all this stuff, I feel sad. Well, I feel happy. That's not you. Uh, that I, I, other people are welcome to feel that way. I, I just, I feel sad for humanity. I, I, I get to see these people in real life, and uh, it's, it's. Any chance we can hook up those last two people with each other? The uh, guy that's talking Start about himself. Group? Maybe play a uh, Hellfire. <sighs> Give me another voicemail before I wrap it up. I need uh, something to clear my palate. Hey, Doctor Vu. Hey, Bruce Boys. I had a quick question. Um, so I was on my period and, um, Ew. I really did not want to be on my period. Yeah. That I get week it. we had a huge event that I wanted to go to. Uh, what was your event? Yeah. Not so bleeding? My boyfriend and I Sorry. had sex while <laughs> on my period and nice. he comes in me nice. and somehow my period stopped. Now this was like two days into my period, which has never happened before ever. Um, my periods normally last five to seven ish days and um, it just stopped at day two. What is that about? And um, can I just do that all the time? Like, is that a thing? After something eaten, love you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of things can affect menstrual flow and menstrual timing and whatnot. I can't think of a mechanism for what you're describing. You'd have to try it a few more times to see if it really did happen. Do you think maybe happen. he had a high intake in his diet of cement and maybe it spackled the inside of her pussy? Spackle? Really interesting. I like how your mind works. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he'd been smoking a lot of meth or something and that sort of... sort of Stopped it. Stopped it. Maybe hit that back wall just right. <laughs> or maybe she cleaned it out. Yeah, I cleaned out yeah, that pussy, so, dude. So, wow. Stop the period wow. with your cock. I like the way Ari brings brings it at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first lady must have to say this to her husband. Like, your, fucking peri- your, your dick stops my period. So I doubt that it will happen again, but it'll be <sighs> interesting if it did. Uh, the, the only way you can really stop your period is taking hormones. And people do that to time things up for weddings and things like uh-huh. that. They will do that to sort of... And by the way, you know, you can... can you like, take, make a tea of something that'll start your period early to get it out of the way before a big event? Uh... Like pep, not peppermint, basil. I don't know, but that worries me because you can create irregularities in the menstrual period. But you know, there there are birth control pills you can take continuously, so you never have your period. Nice. You don't have to have a period, right? There's nothing about the period that has to happen. So if you don't if you don't grow the endometrial lining, it doesn't have to slough off, and the pills can suppress that. Yeah, they should do that. It's disgusting. <laughs> you don't like talking about periods? No, I mean to have one. I don't know how women haven't figured out just get a shot and just never have. It's such a fucking negative. They can do that. It's just bleeding out of your fucking pussy <laughs> for a week. This lady, not even for three days, like regular humans, a fucking week. What <laughs> a quarter of a fucking month, dude. She sees the moon coming and she's in fear. We're like, oh, this will be nice to hike. That's what a terrible life. <laughs> Look what women put up with. Yeah. Look at and that. Just to get that dick. Does it increase? Worth the, it. Oh, no, it's not to get the dick. It's <laughs> oh, to get yeah. the baby. Ugh. And so doesn't it increase your esteem for them? Yeah. No, I mean, you're putting up with a lot. Yeah. Oh, but I your mean, point is well taken. That you, you Again, you can do a thing. I Let me just say that I'm not a super fan of all the hormonal manipulations because what it does to women, the, yeah, the yeah, mood yeah. and whatnot, is, not enough is made of that. Like, if, they, if they did a little research where it wouldn't affect your hormones, if, if, a, if one woman could become a scientist already and fucking research it so it wouldn't affect your fucking mood all the time in those periods. We ended racism. We could do anything. Let's leave it at that. We can do anything. Uh, Ari, where can people see you, find you? You can see me online. My new special, Ari Shafir Jew. It's right there right now. I'll be in Pittsburgh and Seattle, uh, Vancouver, and uh, doing a big show at the Beacon in March. I don't know when tickets are on sale, but uh, everything's at AriShafir.com. Beacon in New York City. New York biggest City. show I've ever done. Wow. I'm excited. Well, March 24th. You see how he did that? No, no, right here, right now. What does that you mean? Find that right here, right now. 
That's a uh, famous phrase from this show. Right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Right now, right home, now. Home here now. Home here. Do you want to, he wants. He seems to want to see it. Do, yeah. we, do we have access to it? Yeah, give me a minute. Okay. So this is a. This is one of the first <laughs> things. I love that catchphrase. <laughs> I'll hear an occasional YMH catchphrase, and I'll just see it a bunch. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like feathering it. I'm yeah. like, what, what does this mean? Feathering Until it was you figure a, out what it is. Feathering was a guy named Fed Smoker. Was yeah, a severe man, and he was lighting his hair on fire. And he's feathering it. Feathering it to cut it. Feathering, like lighting it on fire. Like I got rolled. And he, yeah. And this is uh, Robert Paul Champagne, who was one of the first videos I ever saw when I came in here. Nobody stopped me. Is that him? No, 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 no. He is a guy that, again, I felt sad when I saw him. I actually went and visited him in his home in the Upper East Side. Oh yes, there was a whole video online. You can see me. <laughs> Let's just say we didn't air the second part of it because it gets <laughs> a little intense. Oh, my God. Dead. We did air the second part? Yeah. Oh, we've talked about this a couple times. I'm sorry. I, where, where can they see it? Uh, on YouTube. Just uh, look up... Uh, oh, it's Ro- just available just yeah, for Robert everybody. Yeah, Robert Paul Champagne. Oh, uh, that's my special and Jewish. Dr. Drew <laughs> or Robert Paul Champagne and Josh Potter. You'll be able to find it. But, uh, so Josh went in there and I thought, I want to know more about this guy. So I went in there and uh, you know interviewed him. He's, he is a lovely man. He's a lovely man. But this was the first video I was exposed to. Black guys who love the fuck and fuck good. If you're a hot black guy and you want to fuck me at twenty three ninety five, if you want to move in, you can move in, but you got to fuck me. I need, I need to be fucked a lot, man. Get free food, free rent, and everything else, man. Here's the deal, man. Men from jail, homeless, or um, you're a thug, you want to come move in, a friend can move with you too, man. Free rent, you get a lease and a key. Fuck me. Piss on me. Beat me. I'm home man now. You see me when I come over today and try it out. Try it out, man. Try it out. 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 You want to fucking piss on me? Try it out. (laughs) Seriously, pride only. as fuck, man. I'm looking for hardcore guys. I mean it. I want to do it. And I want to deliver it. I'm a hot, white trash. Come dump. Let's fuck. So I saw that and I was sad. (laughs) You were sad? I was sad. This guy knows what he wants. And uh, try it out, Drew. Try it out. Try it out. And home here now. And when I <laughs> went and interviewed him, he just said, oh, I'm just having fun. I'm trying to turn people on on the other side. I don't really. I'm like, dude, you, do criminals come in here and, and physically abuse you? He was a little vague about it, frankly. I never got a straight answer. But he just said he really just likes um, playing and helping people online get off. So, What a saint, huh? Yeah. He's a humanitarian, a great humanitarian. humanitarian yeah. And uh, his, his apartment is, woo. What? Looks like Ferris's. Who's? I don't know. Just a hoarder friend of mine. Well, yeah, this kind of hoarder stuff going yeah. on. And you had to kind of, you know, it's hard to navigate through and stuff. And he had lots of costumes and he had uh, Santeria. He had like sort of, he had a lot of uh, sort of altars to the devil and things in there. How did he react when you pissed on him? I did not do it. I did not. Wow. He, um, so self-centered. Yeah. He used to go down to Coney Island and had a drag show he would do. Uh, and I thought, wow, we got to resurrect that one day and go see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe in Austin. Ooh, one of the live shows. Who knows? Try it out. Try it out. Fly it out. Fly it out. Ari, it's great to see you. It's been way too (laughs) long. Great to see you, man. Uh, Good luck with everything. Good luck with Jew and uh, everyone else. I will see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.